Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today to the Nun Report. It, we're halfway through the week. How about that, man? Pretty cool. Uh, sorry I missed you there yesterday, but man, there is a lot going on. I've got a lot to to bring to the show today. On Monday, we talked about chaos by design. I'm going to kind of expand on that a little bit and then look at some other things that are going on. Of course, we have the, the debt showdown that's going on in Congress, and we have to talk about that. Do not cave. That's my position. I think, you know, fine. If, if the Democrats and, and the extreme commie Democrats are going to be so extreme and, and radical that they're, don't let them dictate the terms. Do not let them dictate the terms. And Mitch McConnell, piss off. All right, some of these Republicans, keep in mind, some of these Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. They're part of the Uniparty. They're part of the deep state. And they don't care one shit about you or me or anything else except their own power and their own bank account. So we need to keep that in mind. You know, they're not, many of the Republicans are not good guys. They're bad guys too. And it's a matter of voting for, you know, what's the least of two evils. And I hate that it's that way. I really, really do hate that it's that way. But the fact remains, I'd rather have a, a schmarmy Republican in there than an extreme commie Democrat. It, it, it sucks. We need term limits so bad. So we're gonna we're gonna look at that. We're gonna talk about, of course, the the just the absolute um, societal. I mean, yes, the economy is bad. The economy under Joe Biden is very bad. Society is worse, and the societal issues and cultural issues, the wars between good and evil that are being fought in our country right now, are far bigger. the The, the economy is just a symptom of the underlying issue. And the underlying issue is, of course, evil. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit. And look at, I have some ideas on how to gain control back. Some of them are kind of extreme. I may be a conspiracy theorist in some things, and we're going to talk about that a little bit too, because I don't think this is by by accident. I don't think that this is ineptness or Whatever. I think this is by design. I think that it's intentional. I think the crash in the economy is intentional. I think the open border is intentional. I think that the results of the open border is also intentional to sow the seeds of chaos. Did a whole show on it on Monday. I'm going to recap some of that again today. We'll take a look at, uh, you know, what what do we need to do to protect ourselves? And, and also, you know, the system is what it is. We do need to vote. We need to get out there and get involved in the process. I've got some ideas on how to do that. I've got some candidates that I really, really support that I think we need in Congress and running states to try to turn things around. Of course, we have the Mar-a-Lago fiasco, the, the, the $300 million property that a judge continuing the witch hunt of Donald Trump says is only worth $18 million. It's insane. It's wild. It's whacked. But before we go there, there is a. There were some members of uh, Alabama uh, high school choir that were in the Capitol, and they were at the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. And I'd like to start the show out with this. Check it out.
God bless him. And God bless America, for sure. Unfortunately, we have a lot of things that are not being blessed right now. So first I'm going to take you to, to, uh, to Staten Island up in New York. And they tried to bust migrants in there and they were having none of it. In fact, they tried to stop it. But the sad part is, the sad part about this is, is that law enforcement, well, well I'm just going to show you this, but that's, and, we'll, and then we'll, we'll comment a little bit, but suffice it to say that American citizens became the criminal while illegal aliens entered their neighborhoods and law enforcement, guess who they sided with? Check it out. So here's the backstory. The citizens of Staten Island were protesting. They were stopping. They actually blocked the streets that they took to the streets. They took because law enforcement says the federal government's not stopping it. The border patrol is not stopping it. Local law enforcement is not stopping illegal invasion of the United States by illegal aliens from all over the freaking world. So the citizens took it into their own hands and they said, these buses will not come into our neighborhood. Well, law enforcement showed up and arrested the people who were trying to stop the illegals from entering their neighborhood. So American citizens have become the criminal while illegal aliens are allowed to do whatever the fuck they want, wherever they want, anytime they want all on the American tax dollar and the dime. It needs to stop. These people need to be deported the hell out of this country right now. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm I'm tired of it. And a lot of Americans are too. And Joe Biden regime and all the extreme commie Democrats, they're just like, oh, you know, fuck, AOC is the biggest piece of shit ever in the world. She had this to say, check this out. Well, while people are looting and whatnot, uh, I've jumped jumped the shark there. I've jumped the shark, just like Fonzarelli did 56 years ago or whenever it was. I should have popped up that video because I saw, came across my newsfeed that, uh, you know, the Fonz from Happy Days, it was uh, 56 years ago today or something like that. He did his jet or his uh, water ski stunt where he jumped over sharks. Anyway, this was also on Staten Island. Check this out. This And this guy is right, man. They have a way of speaking up in New York that the rest of the country needs to get on board with. And these people, they keep it, man, a lot of people in New York are Democrats. It's a blue state. It is. They're tired of it. They are tired 
of the open borders. Of, and I'm glad, you know what? I'm happy. I'm glad that they were a sanctuary state. I'm glad that there are tens of thousands of illegal aliens going to New York to give them a taste of what their voting history has brought upon us. Check this out. When Antifa was attacking you, the people of Staten Island stood with you. And now you stand against the people of Staten Island? How do you look at yourself in the mirror? And where's your swagger man with no plan, Eric Adams, who's a house mouse for 22 years, never in the streets, never. Tell him to come out here. Tell the mayor to come out here. Where's the mayor? As the police arrest American citizens in order to protect the so-called rights and passage of people that are illegally in the country. And people are pissed. And that's part of it. The next part is in Philadelphia, I mean, Philadelphia is a bad neighborhood. I mean, I mean check this out. I, I grew up in Seattle and I, uh, there, there are areas of Seattle, even when I was a kid. I mean, that was a long time ago. Trust me, 40 years ago, man, when I was roaming the streets as a teenager. But we used to jump on the, the public transit. I had friends. That I knew from school back then, and I think they still do this in some places, they had a busing program where they would bus in people from black neighborhoods into the white neighborhood schools and vice versa. They would send white people into the black neighborhoods into their schools, all in the name of equity and trying to integrate every integration, I think it was called back then. And uh, so, so I, I developed some friendships with some people who lived in an area in Seattle called Rainier Valley. Rainier Valley is is a predominantly black lower income neighborhood of Seattle. But there are some cool things down there, some great parks in the area. And at the time there were some good people in the area. I'd be friend of these people. I would ride public transportation. It was called Metro back then. I mean, think of this. I was, I was in middle school. So seventh or eighth grade, probably 12 years old or so. I would jump on a bus in Ballard in Seattle and I would travel to go to my friend's house in Rainier Valley. Now I had to get off the had to get off the bus on Rainier Avenue down in the valley. So here's this this 12-year-old white kid walking down the streets of, of Rainier Valley. And, and so I'd get off the bus, I'd have to walk for like 10 blocks to get to my friend Michael's house. Never a problem. I'd never felt uncomfortable. I never felt you know, uh, threatened or even though it was a high crime area at the time it was, but, but, the, but people weren't just beating the shit out of other people because of the color of their skin, which is happening now. I would not go there today. I wouldn't even go there today as an adult armed with a concealed pistol permit because I know that they would be targeting me. I would not feel safe going there. But yet, as a 12-year-old kid, it was no problem. So things have definitely changed. Things have changed. And you had looting going on in Philadelphia last night. 
and a lot of footage was caught of it. And I, I can't decide what's worse is the people who were looting the stores or the people who were filming it and laughing their asses off about it. But where did it start? Remember uh, AOC, uh, bartender turned senator? Uh, unbelievable. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, man. You know, if she was, if she poured drinks as poorly as she governed, I would never go into her bar again. And certainly she would not be getting a good tip from me. Someone put up this this overlay. I thought it was good. Uh because as they're, as they're rating that, remember when AOC came out and said, oh man, people are looting. They're only looting because they they need to eat. They need to eat. What are they eating, iPhones? Check this out. And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. And so they go out and they need to feed their and you need to steal bread or you go hungry as they're raiding clothing stores and and <laughs> apple stores and whatnot. And this because you gotta get the bread, right? Everyone's gotta eat. Just check out this woman. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody, Everybody must, eat. must eat. Everybody must eat. Eat this. Yeah. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. That's what I'm talking about. Because they can go they're gonna eat those iPhones and they're gonna eat that clothing that they're stealing. Everybody must eat. Fuck. It's and, and, it, and it's just a sign of the times in society, and it's getting worse and worse. Here's another shot of the of this. Check this out. Look how happy she is. She having an orgasm or what's it's going on here? It's happening. It's happening. This is real. This is real. Go <sighs> Deep breaths. Deep breaths. I uh <sighs> this is not normal human behavior. This is demonic behavior. I've said it before on this show. I'm going to continue to say it. That this isn't just people run amok. This is people who have lost sight of God and have allowed evil to enter their lives. And in some cases, I believe demons to enter their lives and their, their bodies and their souls, controlling their thoughts and their actions. This is not civilized behavior, right? I mean, call me crazy. This does not seem normal to me. I, fortunately, uh, the Philadelphia police did step up. But again, as you watch this, the person who's recording it, 
They're just laughing hysterically like they're some sort of jackal. It's it's again, it's demonic. This is this is not um, they're they're sitting there filming this, laughing their asses off. Just watch. This is so bizarre. And the only explanation I can come up with any of this is just that it's flat out evil. I mean, here's another angle. I'm just going to go take whatever the hell they want. There's no. Who's teaching these kids, man? Who who is who? Who are parent? Who's running these households? Who? Oh wait! Oh, you got you got the baby mama, the daddy. Who who knows where the hell the dad is? And it, it, and this is this is somehow white supremacy that's causing this. Just ask any Democrat, and they'll tell you that the reason inner cities are so fucked up, the reason that these these people are out there looting stores and everything is because of white supremacy when their cities have, are, so who's causing the white supremacy? These cities have been under democratic control for decades. Philadelphia is a democratic stronghold and has been forever. And they're going to blame white supremacists for it. How, how, how does that work? How do, how do you reconcile those things? I don't even know how you reconcile those things. Same thing. This is at the Apple store. I'm not going to show that video again. That, that, that's just a different angle of the, of the shit that AOC was commenting on. But then check this. This was in Chicago. And these, dude, you know, social media, uh, crime rates say that this, these sorts of things were not always happening. I'm sure once in a while they did. And, and I feel like, uh, I feel like I watched Dan Bongino's show this morning. I watched him most days and I was like, hmm, Wow. You just played all the clips I already had lined out to play in my show, but that's okay. That tells me I'm over the target. It tells me that I'm that I'm feeling the pulse, and it, it's a good affirmation for me. I, I feel like, uh, okay, great. Well, it's a news cycle. It is what it is. Everybody's basically covering the same thing, and they're trying to give their own their own thought and their own take on it. And I'm doing the same thing. And and, and I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back to what I talked about on Monday, which is chaos by design. And I told the story earlier how as a kid, 12 year old, you know, white kid, I used to travel via public transportation by myself. I might add not with friends, not with my parents, not with anybody by myself on public transportation. I would travel from white neighborhood Ballard to black neighborhood Rainier Valley to visit a friend that I had down there. And never, never an issue. I would not do that today. But check this out. This is in Chicago. And, and warning, it's graphic. It's violent. 
is disgusting and evil. So there's your warning. If you want to watch, please do. I mean, so it's a mugging, but it was more than that, right? It, they were, they didn't just want his backpack. They wanted to physically destroy this person. They wanted to do physical harm to him. These thugs, and I'll call them thugs. You can call them racist. I don't fucking care. These thugs didn't only want to take somebody's property they wanted to beat the shit out of him. And you know, the guy, I look at it, I'm like, why didn't you know, just give him the backpack, man? You might have saved yourself a beat down. But at the same time, he held his ground as much as he could. He had no way to physically defend himself against two men. One of them, burly, I mean, gnarly. Gnarly looking dude, scary looking dude. And, uh, you know, Nowadays, I'm glad I don't live in a city anymore. I'm glad. I live, I live out. Some people would say I live out in the sticks. And I'm glad that I do. I don't have to really worry about this much. But still, even though, even though I don't really have to worry about it, I still keep my head on a swivel. Nowadays, look, be prepared to defend yourself. This guy, he didn't want to give up his backpack. You know, man, it's probably got a lot of his life in there. It could have had... Could have had, you know, who knows what this guy's history is, man. Could have had drugs in there he needed to to save his life, you know, asthma or allergy or whatever, medications. It could have had, you know, a laptop computer that contained his life's existence, maybe his business. I don't know, but they stole his, he did not want to give up that backpack. And he and he got, he got his, himself beat to hell because of it. And they eventually got it anyway. And imagine though, imagine if that was two white dudes that had beat down a black guy to steal his backpack. That would be all over the night in the news everywhere. You won't find this anywhere except on social media. No one's talking about it. It's not on national news or anything. This should be a major, this should be a major story, right? It should be a major issue, period. But oh no, no, no. But this goes on daily and, I, and I'm gonna... I'm going to bring up what I talked about earlier in the week. And that is, this is a, the economy under the Biden regime is bad, but societal, society is worse. I believe that there is a concerted effort by those in power, the political and financial elites of the world to sow so much chaos 
in the United States through open borders, through crime, through a wrecked economy, drug overdoses, that the people of the United States will reach a point where all we want is stability. And if that stability means having a dictatorship, give it to us. See, these, these, these commies and the, the political elite, they play the long game. They're not, in it, they're not looking for the next four years. They're looking at the next 50 years. And you can see what they've done methodically. When you look back at, at history, recent history, the last, say the last 20 years, you can see where the political elite have led this country down a rabbit hole of chaos to what end? You know, and, and, and that, that's the question that I, that I started asking myself is to what end is this, is this going on? And the conclusion I came up with was that the end was to, to get a majority of the populace so scared, so desperate, so starving for stability that they would accept and gladly accept a strong-handed dictatorship that would bring about peace and stability, even if that meant a loss of their freedoms. So think about that. Think about that. If you want to check out uh, further commentary in full on that, you can check out Monday's show. By the way, this is a good time to bring up the fact that uh, I've showed quite a few videos so far today that you can follow me on rumble.com slash the nun report, and you can see all the, all the assets and receipts that I've put up because this is, yes, you can get by with listening to the show. And I know some of you have to on, on podcast channels and whatnot because you listen to people when you're driving or whatever. But uh, it, it's worth checking it out on rumble.com slash the nun report. Please do. This is something I posted a picture of. It was covered in the New York Post, actually. But here's an actual video of what's going on on the border. This, this is concertine wire, you know, razor wire that, that's up along the border. And, and watch the... Watch the coyotes and the, their, their, their handlers just push people through. Three-year-old kid. Check it out. Illegally entering the country. It seems like she got her hand stuck. Kid got cut on the razor wire. Look at the little girl here. And then she got her foot stuck. It seems like the little girl's gonna, gonna pull her in right now. They got her, they got her. Bam. Uh, congratulations. You just illegally entered the United States and you're going to get thousands of American dollars, a brand new cell phone, and someplace to stay in New York City, maybe a luxury hotel. Who knows? You might have just won the grand prize. Uh, Facebook is, is censoring all of this, of course. The New York Post, uh, and, and dude, and dudettes, sorry. Um, figure of speech. I mean, give me a break. They are going to censor you. You thought 2020 was bad. You thought the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop was bad. 
fortunately, Elon Musk is not going to let that happen with Twitter. But you watch commie fuckerberg, Zuckerberg, piece of shit, who's trying to run an editorial thing, and he's going to, you know, Facebook, man, I just got to say you suck. And, and they're going to they're gonna get worse and worse the closer to the election it gets. This is a, a this is the an incident just a couple of days ago that I posted a mother with her child entering the country illegally, uh, coming through the concertine wire, the razor wire, whatever you want to call it. Hell, I don't know. Of course, Facebook censored it. All it was was a screenshot of the New York Post and their pictures of what was happening. And you put that up on Facebook, bam, censored right away. You know what happens when that happens? My distribution gets lowered. Every time I get a strike, Facebook then 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 throttles you, you know, that shadow ban you, so your distribution is less. They tell you so. Hey, look, this is these are the problems. Misleading information, misinformation, false information, sensitive information, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And your distribution. I have almost 29,000 followers on Facebook. And they're legit followers, every one of them. This was generically built from the ground up. I worked my freaking ass off to build a platform 24 hours a day. And I'm lucky if when I post something, 300 people see it. I, I, I can pull up the analytics. I can, I can look at them. So think of that. 29,000 people who chose to follow your page, who want, those are followers, not likes, followers, who want to see your content, who have chosen to be exposed to your content, that Facebook doesn't allow them to see it because they don't agree with your content. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep putting it out there. Find me on Twitter, at None Report. Find me on all the other socials, including Truth Social, at The None Report. And of course, rumble.com slash The None Report. We've got to battle these people by, by going to places that they can't control. I mean, that, that's the only thing. Because look at, you have this going on on the southern border. You all saw this, right? You've seen this by now. We have people riding on top of train cars. Apparently, they they stopped a train today because there were too many people that fell off and got injured. Like, uh, like a couple of dozen people fell off of the top of a train car. They got injured. And does this look like it is a people are migrating, or is this who the who the hell goes to another country? <laughs> and plants their flag. They have no intention of becoming Americans. They don't want to be Americans. Most of these people are fighting age men. The the vast majority of these people coming in are fighting age men. And this was down in Texas. They decided to plant a Venezuela flag on Texas soil. Is that okay? We're just gonna we're just gonna let this this invasion because that's what it is. It's an invasion. This is not migration. 
And it's thing, same thing is happening in Europe. Venezuela, not that long ago, and, and some of you aren't old enough to remember, but, but a lot of you are. Venezuela was a very prosperous, rich country. In fact, as far as South America went, it was the crown jewel. In 1992, it was the third richest country in the hemisphere. Think of that northern hemisphere, third richest. Who do you think were the top two? Oh, how about the United States and Canada? Right behind that was Venezuela. 1997, they were the second largest purchaser of F-150s. Man, they love their pickup trucks. In 2001, the end began when they voted for a social president who was running on income equality for all because, you know, capitalism sucks and everything that's been built in this country by capitalists is horrible and they should not be able to have the money that they have. It should be distributed equally among all. 2004, private health care is completely socialized. 07, all higher education becomes free. Sound familiar? Sound familiar yet? Universal health care, free education. Socialists ban private ownership of guns. That's where we're at right now. That's where we're at right now. Bernie Sanders praised their American dream in 2012. 2014, opposition leaders are imprisoned. Oh, we're kind of there too, aren't we? Kind of there too. 2016, food and healthcare shortages become widespread. 2017, constitution and elections are suspended. I actually think that's where we're at. I told you they're sowing this chaos on purpose with the express intent of making it so chaotic that we, that we desire stability so bad. Please end the chaos. Please end it. Give us stability that we will gladly accept authoritarianism. And that's what happened in Venezuela and has happened in every totalitarian regime throughout the world. Sounds like Ukraine a little bit too. Hmm? 2019, unarmed citizens massacred by their own government. It took one generation of progressive leadership to plunge this country into civil war from 2001 to 2019, 18 years. They turned the third richest country in the Northern Hemisphere into an absolute shithole where a very few have and everybody else has not. They would do that in the United States in a heartbeat. And they're trying to do that right now. All right, time for the weirdness of the day. The Nun Report is about truth, freedom, and weirdness. I think anybody who's following me should know that by now. It's, it's under my title. It's on my website. It's on my socials, truth, freedom, and weirdness. Here's the weirdness of today. A lot of you probably saw this video. And I'm thinking, man, is she auditioning to be a new chef? Two things. Actually, is she auditioning to be a new chef for Benny Hanna? And second, those poor dogs. I think those dogs have more sense than she does. Britney Spears, there's a reason why she was in the conservatorship for as long as she was. She put this video out.
I'm sorry. Poor Brittany, man. Yeah, yeah. She uh <laughs> she needs help, right? I mean, can we not can we agree on that? Hey, if, if I know I've got a few uh commies that watch my show because I get the hate mail from you guys. But uh can we just agree that she's she's not all there, right? Yeah, Britney Spears is not all there. That is for certain. So we went through the chaos that cities are going through, the crime, the looting, the uh, illegal immigration, all of that so far. And what do you think that results in? What do you think is going to happen in these cities? What, do you think that these stores are just going to sit around and let thousands of dollars of stuff be stolen from them, their property, windows broken, doors broken open, all that? Are they just going to stand by and do that? I don't think so. CVS Pharmacy. One of the the biggest, actually, drugstore in the country, CVS Pharmacy, to close 900 stores by the end of 24, citing shoplifting as a major problem. Wow, weird, man. Weird. If you allow crime to run, if you defund the police and you you have no consequences, you allow uh, thugs to run amok, you have cashless bail where nobody serves any time, there's no consequences for their actions. Weird that stores that provide jobs in your community, that provide services to your community and taxes to your community would decide that enough is enough. And it's not just CVS. It's going all, all over the place. Target says it's closing nine stores in New York, Seattle, San Francisco, and Portland. And the markets that it's closing them in, I mean, these are these are big markets. This is no small thing. Uh, obviously, you can't see that. The print's too small. Unless you, you, you pause and zoom in, maybe. The resolution isn't good. But anyway, New York, Seattle, San Francisco, and Portland, nine stores. Target is closing. Big deal. Target is a huge retailer. And not only are they a huge rate, they're a massive. I mean, obviously, they're, they're a massively liberal company. The corporation has bought into the whole ESG score bullshit. They've bought into the whole trans, transgenderism bullshit. And they've decided that even they, even as liberal as they are, they can't survive. Their stores can't survive in cities that allow crime to run rampant. And so they're leaving in Seattle. You have a bid to replace abandoned retail, speaking of Target and CVS, CVC, CVS, whatever, the pharmacy. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about, man. That's Joe Biden would say. They're going to replace abandoned retail with housing. Office buildings are coming next. You see, one of the things that happened during COVID is a lot of companies realize that they don't need all this expensive downtown office space. They don't need to look at the top of that. Free at-home COVID tests are available. Seattle is such a liberal shithole. I mean, I, I tell you. <sighs> I rarely go there by choice, once in a while. Anyway, bid to replace abandoned retail with housing. Watch, the office buildings are going to come next. They're going to bring in low-income people and illegal immigrants. They're going to put them in the abandoned office space because all these, all these companies, oh, we don't need, people can just work from home and accomplish the same thing. Mm, we don't need this expensive downtown space. And there are floors and floors and floors. Empty. 
in metropolises throughout the country. Anyway, check this out. Uh, <laughs> Byron McDonald. Um, he's asked, uh, so what do you want to talk about? And they're like, well, you know, the same thing we've been talking about, and that's the government shutdown. I like his answer. I've got mixed feelings on this guy. He hasn't always uh, towed the line of of America first, but uh, for the to a large degree, he has. And he had this to say. Check it out. What do you want to talk about today? <laughs> you said that we've been talking about for the past three weeks. Uh, the Senate's bipartisan proposal. Yeah. What do you make of it? Would you support that if McCarthy brought it to the floor? No, that thing is dead over here. Are you kidding me? Why? Well, first of all, you continue spending. You have $6.2 uh, billion for Ukraine. Um, they do nothing to secure our southern border. Uh, that is just a non-starter. The Senate needs to get real. What, what You've all seen the images at the southern border. It has to stop immediately. And this government should not continue to be funding funded if we don't secure our border. Walk us through the idea that there's 77 Democrats and Republicans. That's a big, you know, that's more than two, you know, three quarters. And that just means they're wrong. That just means they're wrong. 77 yeah. senators are wrong. Uh, if you look at $33 trillion in debt, 77 senators have been wrong for a long time up here. Uh, just because they come <laughs> yeah. to some... right? They've been wrong for a long fucking time. The, the, the so-called Mitch McConnell came out with Schumer. He said, oh, we have a deal for a continuing resolution to keep the government running for another 30 days. Kick the can down the road. It's a, it's a Democrat wet dream. And McConnell's all in on it. McConnell is the biggest piece of shit there is in the Senate. That's why we need term limits, because of people like him. And I'm a Republican. And I think McConnell's a piece of shit. <laughs> this, this, this bill, the spending bill that they're putting forward, it mentions, I think, Ukraine like 11 times and the southern border not a single time. The Democrats, we cannot cave. This is why we can't cave. We can't allow them to dictate everything. And this bill is full of all kinds of spending bullshit. A lot of it we don't need to spend money on. We can't afford it. We're broke. The United States of America is bankrupt, period. We have no money. We continue to fund overseas wars. And they get another $6.2 billion, but nothing to secure the border. So we're bringing in people from the southern border that we have to support, a massive financial burden on this country, while we're sending taxpayer money out to Ukraine to, to fund the war over there, sending taxpayer money to Big Pharma to fund the boosters and all of that. The only people that aren't getting taxpayer money are fucking Americans. We're the ones paying it. Speaking of Mitch McConnell, check out this piece of shit. But these important discussions cannot progress if Congress simply fails to complete our work on standard short-term funding and the basic functions of government end up being taken hostage. So, Mr. President, a vote against a standard short-term funding measure is a vote against paying over a billion dollars in salary for Border Patrol and ICE agents Maybe you should have thought about that before you put this country into $33 trillion of fucking debt. Think about it. 
Maybe, you know, before, oh, no, if we don't continue to spend more money, you know what they're saying? Continue to give us a blank checkbook to spend as much money as we want on anything we want, or you know what? It's your fault that the government shut down. No, it's your fault for your bullshit policies that you've been pushing for decades to put the country in the position where we have more debt than we can ever possibly consider to pay off. Most of it owned by China. God, piss off, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm freaking hot. And I think justifiably so. God. And they just, these, these old fucking dinosaurs sit back there in Congress acting like they're just God. And that if you disagree with the fact that the United States should have a blank check for every wet dream that they have when they sleep, you are the enemy. No, they're the enemy. They are the enemy. We could go on about that for a long time. They're trying to say that uh, mar lago is only worth $18 million. I tell you what, uh, it, it's funny. You know, all right, I'm going to... I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, I, I mention him a lot, man, because I'm a huge fan. You call me a fanboy uh, of the Dan Bongino show. And uh, but this show is not modeled after that. I mean, I, I watch a lot of podcasts. I mentioned earlier in the show, though, that I was, uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, he already, he, he did, because this show happens at, at uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern. Mine doesn't happen until 4 p.m. Pacific, so 7 p.m. Eastern. And uh, he, he's like, I, I'm watching, I'm going, God dang it. He pulled every single clip and he has every single topic that I already had outlined for my show. And so why not one more thing? Why not one more thing? Because it's public record, okay? So they're saying that Mar-a-Lago is only worth, worth, uh, $18 million. It's absurd. Uh, I live in Washington. I'm not in Seattle, but uh, north of Seattle, quite a ways actually, as I said, someone would say in the sticks. And uh, it's it's funny. I, I bring this up. Not, not it's pub, it's a matter of public records. So That's no big deal. But uh, my property is worth 1.5 million. And, it's funny because Dan Bongino also brought that up. He lives in Palm Springs. His property he bought for $1.5 million. My, my, I got about two and a half acres. Uh, he, has, he has a little over half an acre. It's Florida in Palm Springs. But the point is, is that to, to try to say that Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million. So here's the deal. A judge that, that's on the witch hunt for, for Trump tried to say that his property is only worth... Um, Oh, that's not that's not the headline I was looking for. That is not the segment I was looking for. <laughs> this property is only worth eighteen million dollars. Look, man, that property is worth three hundred million. People are shaking their heads. It was another witch hunt for for uh, another witch hunt after Trump saying that his property is only worth that that amount of money because they're saying that he committed fraud. He got loans. He got bank loans to finance real estate development by a self-declared valuation of his property, which was the thing. Keep in mind, it wasn't that long ago that that was a thing. You got to self-declare, no doc loans, right? 
Everybody was doing it. And uh, so they're trying to say that you defrauded your banks, even though he paid back all the loans, he paid back all the interest and everything. It's just another, it's just another facet of the witch hunt. But if you look at, look at what's going on here, this is what this is what they're saying, right? Manhattan Supreme Court justice ruled that former President Donald Trump committed fraud by inflating the value of his property. Yeah, and this guy agreed. This old, this old fart there. Yeah, false statements. Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million. Utterly delusional. I mean, look at that. You could you could put that home in the middle of you could put that home in the middle of the Mojave Desert or in the middle of Texas or in the middle of uh, Nevada in the desert, and it would be worth more than $18 million. Are you kidding me? It it covers both coasts down there in Palm Springs, down on the bottom, that's Mar-a-Lago in the red. These other properties are all under one acre, uh, most of them about a half acre, between 0.3 and 0.8 acres, and they're valued between $37 million and $18 million. Mar-a-Lago, the judge, self-declared, apparently she's a real estate specialist, that the attorney, excuse me, self-declared that the property was only worth $18 million. It, it, it's pathetic, it's wrong, it's a joke. Meanwhile, you've got the Biden family who, in fact, has received, came out at the same time. Oh, surprise, surprise. Here comes another charge against Trump. At the same time, the Biden crime family is found in another deep hole. Hunter Biden received $250,000 wires originating in Beijing. That that would be China, by the way, for, for those of you who don't know where Beijing is. With, with beneficiary address... Listen to as Joe Biden. So this is when he was running for president. Hunter Biden received wires that originated in Beijing for more than $250,000 from Chinese business partners during the summer of 2019. Wires that listed the Delaware home of Joe Biden as a beneficiary address for the funds. Fox News Digital has learned from a congressional committee. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comey has been investigating the Biden family business dealings. I don't know anything about my son's business dealings. I, I, I don't I don't know anything about those at all. Shut up, angry Joe. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's take it. Let's listen to this commentary here. On I, I, I like to use things. I could I could show you a Fox News clip. I could show you. I have a clip from Jesse Waters. He did a great actually. Jesse Waters did a great um, little segment on this exact thing. But I like to bring up something from CNN because there's nothing like watching the left eat itself, right? Check this out. In California, if it's under $1,000 worth of goods taken, it's a misdemeanor. And so there are some who argue that by... Oh. Where's my producer? By the way, uh, the Nun Report is has an open uh, listing, an open uh, desire for a producer that will work for, I don't know, beer and whiskey? It, it, <laughs> we'll, we'll take care of you. Trust me. So, But you need to be in the area, or if you have a way to do it remotely, we can do that. But the Nen Report needs a producer that can help keep my shit together because as I talk about things and as I comment on things, sometimes the one-man Dan doesn't quite cut it. I am going to show you Jesse Waters' clip after all. Check it out. Oversight Chair James Comer has just released a bombshell piece of evidence 
that could be the nail in the coffin for Biden's career. A $250,000 wire transfer from China directly to Joe Biden's home address in Delaware while he was running for president. In August 2019, just months after Joe Biden announced his candidacy, the Chinese sent a quarter of a million dollars electronically to Joe Biden's Wilmington, Delaware address. Hunter Biden received the money in his checking account, and his checking account listed his father's primary residence. And not only did Joe Biden shake the hand of the man who sent his family money, he had coffee with him and spoke to him on the phone. After VP Joe flew his son Hunter on Air Force Two to Beijing, and Hunter flew home on Air Force Two with a bag of money, Vice President Joe Biden wrote letters of recommendation for Jonathan Lee's children to Georgetown and Brown. And the minute Biden announces a presidential run, the same Chinese guy sends the Biden family $250,000 out of the blue to a checking account with Joe Biden's address on it. And once Joe Biden gets elected, he starts doing China favors. He disbands the FBI's China task force. He covers up the lab leak. He doesn't pop the balloon. Now we have the Chinese bribing the Biden family while Joe was vice president, after he was vice president, and while he was a presidential candidate. Now, what do you think the chances are the Chinese are still bribing the Biden family? We might find out tomorrow. Because sources tell Joe... The chances are very good. Look, the Biden crime family is bought and paid for by foreign interests. You can talk about Jared Kushner and Saudi Arabia all you want, man. You can go pound sand like they do in Saudi Arabia. But anyway, look, the, this is, there's no evidence, they keep saying. There's no evidence. But they're starting to change their story, and they will, because Joe Biden... I've been saying this for months, maybe for almost a year now, that uh, Joe Biden will not be the Democratic uh, nominee on the general ballot come next year. Uh, I'm still super confident of that. I don't. They're already starting to throw him under the bus. He just doesn't know it yet. They need to have the talk, the talk with Joe and probably Jill too. It, look, it's over. Uh, we're putting someone else in. And if you don't go out voluntarily, we will destroy you. Because they know he's going to lose. He can't win. How can he win? Look at the economy. It's the economy, stupid. Anyway, hey, that's it. That's all the time I got for you today. I'm going to I'm gonna go on and do some other things. We're going to see you tomorrow. Hey, if you've just been uh, listening on one of the podcast channels, make sure you check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. I always put up a lot of video assets and stuff that I comment on, and they're they're good to see. You need to see them. You should see them. So make sure you go to rumble.com slash the Nun Report. I'm on all the socials at the Nun Report except TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. And also Twitter because well, I had an account that was nuked earlier on, and so I am on Twitter now at Nun Report. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.